In this video, we're going to be talking about are Jehovah's Witnesses and the Seventh-day Adventists the same religion or basically the same? In this video, we're going to be showing how they have such uncanny, it's scary, similar beliefs, like exact same beliefs and unique beliefs too. And why shouldn't they since they came, both of them came, from the same failed sect? There was one sect in the 1700s which kind of disbanded after a false prediction of the end of the world. It broke apart into different sects, and two religions were born out of that. One was the Seventh-day Adventists, and one was the Jehovah's Witnesses. So we are going to tell you about who that sect was and what the similarities are between Jehovah's Witnesses and Seventh-day Adventists right after this. Hello everyone, my name is Brian Mercy, a president of Catholic Truth. We want to help you to know, love, and live your Catholic faith and to fall in love with Jesus Christ. Check out our website, catholictruth.org, if you would like a Catholic speaker. And make sure to support us on Patreon or PayPal if you love these videos and we help feed you. Also, make sure to follow us daily on social media below. The Jehovah's Witnesses and Seventh-day Adventists are so similar. They teach unique doctrines and both of the exact same ones many times because they both come from the Adventists of William Miller. William Miller was a Baptist preacher who tried to predict the end of the world, and we have a whole video on that on our Seventh-day Adventist videos, and he failed. And the sect broke apart into different sects, and Jehovah's Witnesses became one of those, and Seventh-day Adventists became another. But because they both came from the same sect, the Adventists, they both have very similar teachings, and many people don't know this. And so we're going to check out what these teachings are. But the first and obvious one is, like many religions in the 1800s, they both claim to be a restorationist religion, meaning they both claim to be the restored Church of Jesus Christ. Seventh-day Adventists think that they are the original Church, but Jehovah's Witnesses think, no, they are the original Church. Both agree or claim that the early Church apostatized and kind of died out or became corrupted or the Catholic Church corrupted them, but it needed to be restored to the purity of the gospel, which they each think they have. And of course, Mormons think this is true about them. Church of God thinks this is true about them. The Church of Christ thinks this is true about them. All of these restorationist religions all claim to be right, but they all teach different things. Most of these restorationist religions also claim to have had visions, like their leader had a vision, like Charles Taze Russell of the Jehovah's Witnesses, or Joseph Smith of the Mormons, or Mary Baker Eddy of the Christian Scientists, or of the Seventh-day Adventist Ellen G. White. And in fact, Ellen G. White claimed to have 12,000 visions. I mean, she claimed to see Enoch on another planet. So she had a lot of bizarre visions, but a lot of these leaders, that's another similarity, is they each had visions saying, oh, God told me this, or God sent me, or God ordained me. And if you don't listen to me, then you're not listening to God. Another similarity is they were both founded in the United States. The Seventh-day Adventists were founded in 1863 in Battle Creek, Michigan, and the Jehovah's Witnesses were founded in 1872 by Charles Taze Russell in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Another similarity is they both tried to do what William Miller failed to do, and that was predict the end of the world. Both the Seventh-day Adventists and the Jehovah's Witnesses have tried to predict the world multiple times and have failed. And each time, here's another similarity, each time they failed, they both tried to revise the date and said, oh, we got it wrong there, but here's the correct date. And they tried to correct it. And then when it still didn't come to pass, 
Each sect made excuses for why it didn't come to pass. But moreover, and here's another similarity, as they both said, oh, well, what we really meant is not that the world was going to end. No, no, silly us. What we really mean is that Jesus was just starting his reign in this particular year. We thought that the world was going to end, but we made a mistake. No, it's just that Jesus was going to start his heavenly reign. He was cleaning the heavenly sanctuary. And this is the beginning of the end of all things now. So literally, they both had the same message. They both had the same predictions, although they predicted different years and in different ways. But they also tried to walk it back and say, oh, no, it was a cleansing of the heavenly temple. It's uncanny that they were both saying these things, which means William Miller must have been saying these statements, these exact statements, because they're both using the same phrases and ideologies. Another interesting similarity about these two religions, and pretty much all of the Restorationist religions in the 1800s, is that they had zero or almost zero theological training or training in biblical exegesis or training of any sort. They weren't pastors, even though Charles Taze Russell of the Jehovah's Witnesses claimed to be a pastor, Pastor Russell. They weren't trained. They had no education in these matters, and yet they claimed to expound on the Bible, exegesis, hermeneutics, and all of these other things, church history, things that they didn't know about. And in fact, if you see our videos on the Seventh-day Adventists, we have two videos debunking their lies about Catholics. You're going to see that we went through the Great Controversy, which is Ellen G. White's book, one of her books, and it just has hundreds and hundreds of errors historically because she wasn't someone who's trained. She didn't really do a lot of study, and it shows. Another similarity is that both religions are still obsessed with the end times. They're still obsessed. They've always been obsessed with the end of the world, predicting the end of the world. This is the day. This is the day. But nowadays, it's just, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. If you go to their churches, it's coming soon. If Jehovah's Witnesses come to your door, guess what the first question they're going to ask you is? What do you think all the problems in the world are from? You say, oh, I don't know, all these bad things that are happening, war, famine, blah, 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 poor people, evils corruption. Oh yeah, how's that going to change? Oh, when Jehovah ushers in his kingdom, it's coming very soon. It could come any day. They're always looking for that end of the world. I've gone to Seventh-day Adventist churches, and it's not even church. It's not even worship. The pastor spent the whole entire service pointing to a chalkboard with a pointer stick, talking about how the armies of Armageddon are going to come in here, and the armies of the Lord are going to come in here, and Armageddon, good versus evil, and this is what's going to happen. And he concocted this whole cockamamie scheme of which the Bible tells nothing about. It just mentions Armageddon once. It doesn't give any details. And they have this whole conspiracy theory concocted about how the world's going to end. And they literally talk about the end of the world. That's all I've heard pretty much from Seventh-day Adventists and Jehovah's Witnesses. It's both their primary message. Weirdly enough, they both talk about a literal 144,000 people, a governing body in heaven, as everyone else is not going to be part of that governing body. Of course, Charles Taze Russell thought he was one of the 144,000. And of course, Ellen G. White considered herself part of the 144,000 as well. Both of these religions, and here's another similarity, have different beliefs regarding the Christian doctrine of hell. And in fact, William Miller didn't even believe in hell, which was fine for people like Charles Taze Russell, who really didn't like the teaching to begin with when he was a Christian. And so he was looking for ways to get out of it. And William Miller fit that bill perfectly because he didn't even believe in hell. And so that's why Jehovah's Witnesses don't believe in hell today, even though Christians have for 2,000 years. And so Seventh-day Adventists and Jehovah's Witnesses both have different 
different ideas on what hell is than traditional Christianity. Both pretty much claim to be inspired by God, that God directly spoke to them and infused his knowledge and wisdom and spirit with them. Even Ellen G. White of the Adventists claims to basically be divinely inspired, maybe on a slightly lesser plateau than scripture itself, but definitely claims to be divinely inspired. And you can even see that in the Ellen G. White Encyclopedia. But Charles Dyes Russell, same thing. I mean, he talks about, like, he wrote, first of all, a seven-volume series called Studies in Scriptures, and he said that everybody who tries to study the Bible without these volumes, which he thought were from God, would be lost. You couldn't even understand Scripture if you tried to do it on your own. You had to understand it through his volumes. And likewise, through Ellen G. White, you had to understand everything in the light of her teaching since God inspired her directly. Interestingly enough, too, they both have evangelization, literature evangelization, as their primary means of sharing their religion and converting people. So they're all about literature, publishing books and magazines and countless pamphlets, handing them out on the street corner, door-to-door evangelization, and so many similarities. It's like they're the same religion. Obviously, they have some core doctrinal differences. In fact, the Jehovah's Witnesses go far more to the left in the fact that they don't accept the Trinity. They don't believe the Trinity, which makes them not even a Christian group or sect. And of course, they obsess about other things like blood transfusions. But this is another similarity, is that they both have an obsession. All cults do. They all hyper-focus on one thing that makes them correct and everyone else is wrong. For Jehovah's Witnesses, it's they call his name Jehovah. They call him Jehovah, and therefore they're right. Nobody else does. They don't even call him by his name. That's not even his name. And we made a whole video on this. In fact, it came from a Spanish monk in the 13th century, the 1200s, who mistranslated the word Yahweh into the word Jehovah. It was never heard of before that. The Jews didn't use it. The Christians didn't use it. No text ever had it. Even Jehovah's Witnesses finally admit this now, but it was never heard of because that's not his name, and they've been obsessed with this forever. For Seventh-day Adventists, it's following the Sabbath. If you don't follow the Sabbath, if you don't worship on Saturday, you're not the true church. All cults have one of these things that they hyper-focus on. But the bottom line is they both have a very strong literature evangelization. So that's just another similarity is their hyper-focus on pushing literature and evangelization through literature as well. If you know the Jehovah's Witnesses, they have their Watchtower magazines. They have tons of pamphlets that they can hand out to you on the street corner. Seventh-day Adventists do the exact same thing. And correspondingly to that, they both do door-to-door evangelization as a primary goal of evangelizing people as well. The difference being Jehovah's Witnesses have to, and Seventh-day Adventists do not have to, although they're encouraged to. They have whole training manuals telling everybody that they really should be doing this. It's, you know, Jesus did it, the apostles did it, it's what we're supposed to do. So they push people to, they encourage people to, but it's not mandatory. But both are still very strong on door-to-door evangelization, and this is another similarity. And yet another similarity is that they both believe in soul sleep. Almost no Christian anywhere ever in history believes in soul sleep. It's a very new doctrine. It's an invented doctrine. Christians never believed in soul sleep down through history. But both of these religions ironically do, coming from William Miller, who didn't even believe in hell anyway. So once you reject hell, you have to come up with this other concept of, well, what happens to souls? But they believe that they sleep in the grave. They're not conscious. There's no consciousness there. They just stay there until judgment day. And then that's that. And for Jehovah's Witnesses, they don't even believe in hell. So the grave, that is hell. It's just eternal destruction. You don't live and only the 144,000 people go to heaven. And if you're a faithful Jehovah's Witness, then you can come back to a perfect paradise on earth. 
Another similarity is that both are very suspicious of philosophy and history. Both reject in a heartbeat the early church fathers if it contradicts their worldview, or the earliest Christians, or if you bring up the earliest Christians and it contradicts their teaching, they just get, oh, well, we can't trust history. We only go by the Bible. We, it, history can't be trusted. The early Christians can't be trusted. Nothing can be trusted except for the Bible, except for the fact that they try to use the earliest Christians when it benefits them. Like, for example, the Watchtower, the Jehovah's Witnesses have a whole magazine on the Trinity, and they quote a lot of the earliest Christians, but they mangle them. They quote them all out of context. There's lots of dot, dot, dot ellipses, and they just don't quote them in context or just make it up. Like, literally, I have the early church fathers here, volumes of them. So I looked up their own writings, compared them to what the Jehovah's Witnesses said they said, and they were two totally different things. And if you bring that up to them, it's like, oh, well, you go by history, we go by the Bible. You know, it's like they make this false dichotomy where they're so willing to dismiss or distance themselves from history and philosophy or anything that's not the Bible, and that would disprove their point. I'm sure there's more, but lastly, they're both conspiracy theorists. They both harbor and have these conspiracy theories that just aren't true. I mean, besides the false predictions of the end of the world and all the things they thought were going to happen that didn't happen, they both claim that at the end of the world, the Catholic Church is going to lead the forces of basically Satan against God's people. Both religions think that the Catholic Church is the most evil of all the Christian churches, and both have conspiracy theories that the Catholics are going to unite the Protestants, and Catholics and Protestants are going to unite, and all the world religions are going to unite against God's people, who Jehovah's Witnesses think are them, and Seventh-day Adventists think are them. They both have different ways that they think this is going to come about, but they both believe in the conspiracy theories that somehow the Pope is going to make this world religion, and it's already happening now, and eventually God's people... Adventists or witnesses are going to start being attacked and killed and persecuted and martyred, and that's going to usher in the last age, and then Jesus will come down with his armies and the armies of heaven, and they'll kill all the Catholics and the Protestants, and it'll be the end of the world. And that's kind of what their conspiracy theories say. Just to give you an example of many, but the Jehovah's Witnesses in their Watchtower magazine, Zion's Watchtower, January 15th, 1892, says this, that the various sects of Protestantism will land together as one, but that there will also be a close affiliation with Roman Catholicism. These two ends of the ecclesiastical heavens will roll together as a scroll. The two roles, Protestantism and Romanism, come in closer and closer together as their power over their masses decreases. And it goes on to talk about how they become like one under the Pope and the Pope's going to lead everything and, you know, all sort of nonsense. And we're going to see that the Seventh-day Adventists believe the same thing. Listen to what they have to say. The actual steps taken in uniting the whole world under the domination of the papacy are portrayed in Revelation 13. Here, the two-horned beast, the United States, <laughs> lol, is the great agency that exercises all of the power of the first beast, the papacy. It causes the setting up of the image to the beast in union with apostate Protestantism and the worldwide enforcement of its worship. It goes on to say that the line of distinction between professed Christians and the ungodly is now hardly distinguishable. Church members love what the world loves and are ready to join with them, and Satan determines to unite them in one body and thus strengthening his cause by sweeping all into the ranks of spiritualism, papists, 
Protestants, and worldlings all alike into a form of godliness without the power, they will see this union, a grand movement for the conversion of the world and ushering in of the long-expected millennium. And it talks about how they try to fight against, you know, Jesus and his true armies. And of course, both have different conspiracy theories. Both are obsessed with Catholics and Protestants uniting and being Christendom. Both call them Christendom, and Christendom is wrong where only they are right, but neither of them can agree with each other on the basics, like one believes in the Trinity, one doesn't. One rejects blood transfusions, birthdays, Easter, Christmas, and different things like that. Yes, so they have some differences, but as you can see from this video, so much of what they believe are just so similar. Uncanny. It's uncanny how similar that they are, even to the point of exact phrases and exact phraseology and using the same terms and meanings and that sort of thing. So it's kind of scary when you look at Seventh-day Adventists and Jehovah's Witnesses. They're both almost the same in many ways. I found this interesting, and I hope that you did too. I hope that you see that these are just two of the many restorationist religions that all claim to be inspired, all claim to have visions from God, all claim that God resurrected them or some leader or some prophet to raise up their religion to be the true one because the original one that Jesus couldn't keep together for 20 years apostatized. And it's just all nonsense. Why would God wait 1,800 years or 1,900 years to start his church, or even 1,500 years for that matter? Why would God let everyone go into darkness pretty much for 1,500 years, or 17, or 18, or 19, or whatever religions preaching this? Why would God let that happen? The answer is he wouldn't. He promised to lead and guide and protect his church and to lead it into all truth. So these religions aren't from God. They're all just man-made sects, teaching different things, believing different things, starting at different times with different founders, different theology, different doctrine, and all lead to mass confusion. Do us a favor and share this with any Jehovah's Witnesses or Seventh-day Adventists that you know. Obviously, both of these two religions, I guess this is another similarity, are rabidly anti-Catholic. They both hate the Catholic Church and say that they are the most evil church on the face of the earth. And so you will see this throughout all of their literature and even in their founders' writings. So, <laughs> with that being said, share these truths with them. And we have several other videos on the Jehovah's Witnesses and Seventh-day Adventists if you would like to share even more detailed research on that. Anyway, thank you for watching. If you've never been here before and you love this video, we come out with new videos on Sundays and Thursdays. And we have shorts that come out two or three times a week. So make sure to subscribe to our video here, our channel, so you can know when they come out. And also, please, Many of these videos, especially our debunking videos, take hours and hours and hours and hours of videos just to make one video. So please, we need your help in supporting this ministry, supporting our work, and supporting what we do. So you can see our PayPal and our Patreon down below if you would like to support us one time, monthly, or every day if you want. <laughs> but it all goes back to the salvation of souls. And please, we'd love for you to follow us on social media, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and all of that down below. God bless you.